0: zolak and bertrand middays on the sports hub
1: well the patriots are gonna throw a change up here they're gonna break from the huddle and look to snap it perhaps game clock at four snap to hoyer bouncing right rolling rolling throw to the end zone, job, by yeah. Thornton.
2: touchdown patriots Tyquan, we've seen you all throughout training camp you've put in a lot of work so far um to get to this point in the preseason what was it like for you though just getting out there and playing in your first preseason game
3: uh, man, it was a great experience just to be out there with my teammates. You know, we grinded it out during training camp. You know, um, putting in that blood, sweat, and tears. You know, it's just to see us to go out there and compete. You know, um, we go come back tomorrow and uh, you know, put another day together.
4: Time for the Patriots red zone recap, brought to you by Win Waste Innovations. Brian Hoyer two yard touchdown pass to Speedy Taquan Thornton for a score for the Patriots, making it seven three at the time. And a reminder that every trip into the red zone this season. Brought to you by Wind Waste Innovations, the official waste and recycling services provider for the New England Patriots, Angelette Stadium. Visit wind-waste.com to get wind waste on your team. Today, welcome back to the Shaw's Patriots postgame shows. The Giants defeat the Patriots in preseason game number one, twenty-three to twenty one. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, now joined by Greg Bernard of Boston Sports Journal. And uh if I correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, that was a play called by Matt Patricia at the time, because when Brian Hoyer was in, Patricia was calling the plays. And then later, when it was Bailey Zappi, it was Joe Judge, who actually is the play caller offensively
5: for the New England Patriots. What say you? Well, well, Murray. I mean, we're you know we're in a process. We're just figuring <laughs> it out. I mean, we're just you know what, snort whatever. I mean, look, it's uh, of course you know Belichick pulls something like this. I mean, something you know I I don't think I've ever recalled seeing. I mean, sometimes you'll get in a preseason game, you'll get. Uh, you know, for a game like usually the fourth preseason game back when they used to play four, you'll get some you know up and comer that they'll let them call plays uh, for a game. But to have Matt Patricia call plays for the first two series and Joe Judge for the rest of the game, um, I've never seen anything quite like it. And I also haven't seen uh, you know, an offensive <clears throat> coordinator, play caller, offensive line coach like Matt Patricia basically spend many minutes away from the offensive line after an offensive possession while a player, David Andrews, is running the meeting, looking over the tablet, going over adjustments and things like that before Matt Patricia finally gets over there. I mean, it's uh, a lot of things they're doing on offense are completely unprecedented in in the history of football, and um, why not start like this in the preseason? Why not?
2: hey Greg uh, we didn't see any of the new concepts that they've been running at camp today I just uh, camped so far but I have to ask you though what calls were they actually what play calls were they actually making here uh, was it just a simple hey we're gonna throw them out
5: there and uh, like what were they doing today I, I don't understand if they weren't their concepts what were they doing uh, I think this was kind of uh, survive and advance and not embarrass yourself I mean it looks like they basically went back to okay. What might we be able to execute without getting someone killed? And let's run that. I mean, it was it was very simple. It, everything was spread out. Uh, I don't think they took a a, a snap under center until – I know I saw it once in the second half. I mean, maybe they did it near the, the goal line um, sort of thing when you know you're going to hand off. But for the most part, I'll have to go back and look at it. But I think they ran almost every play out of shotgun. Spread out – the defense, uh, and real quick hitters as far as the running game, the passing game. They basically tried to go very safe, very quick. Let's try to execute. Let's try to move the ball a little bit, and that's what it looked like the only thing they wanted to accomplish tonight. I mean, where that leaves them going forward, I'm not sure, but you're absolutely correct. The stuff that they have been screwing up royally in practice for the first two weeks, they didn't run any of that stuff tonight and they went back to very very basic plays
4: i don't want to put words in your mouth but i detect tone greg so the way that they ran this tonight where it was you know again they're not under center they're not running any of these plays that you've seen that haven't been working at camp they're screwing around with the play calls it's one guy one guy for one moment another guy another was this do you feel like this is almost like a waste of time tonight like what the hell are they doing
5: uh pretty much i mean you know when when you trot out i mean no starters are playing. Um. You know, I, I do not buy the, Oh, you know, we have joint practices coming up. I don't, I don't buy that at all. I mean, I'm sure they're putting that out there as the reason, but I think it's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, look, they, now that we know their schedule, because they have the weekend off again this weekend. So they're off tomorrow, normal day after rest up, even though half the roster didn't play. They're going to be off Saturday. They're going to be off. Sunday again uh, for the second straight weekend. Then they'll be back at it on Monday. I doubt they're not going to go full pads or full out on Monday because Tuesday is the real big Panthers practice. Wednesday will be dialed up. So now when you look at it, I just went through the numbers, they will have had two fully competitive practices in 14 days. um, You know, when, when they finally get to the Tuesday practice with the Panthers. And so... Uh to me this was not about this was not about joint practices or they don't need the work. This was about we're not ready to get good work in, so let's just skip ahead as quickly as possible.
2: Uh so just between I hope we never see this tape again, Greg. Uh but if by your eye, who do you think was better tonight at, at calling plays? Was it Patricia or was it Judge?
5: I mean, I think you'd have to go with Patricia because, I mean, they they actually moved the ball a little bit both times. I mean, Trey Nixon dropped the pass on the first series that would have prolonged it. Of course, the second series when they scored, they got two iffy penalty calls on the Giants, including one in the end zone that should have led to a field goal for taunting, a ridiculous taunting penalty. Um, And then you know when judge took over for the rest of the first half I mean it was a it was a hot mess I mean I don't know how much of that is Bailey Zappi and uh, because he was only three for nine um, I think for about 11 yards in the first half I mean it was really rough going there you know look they're they're running very basic plays so I'm not I'm not judging anybody off their play calling off of this game but it it seemed like Matt Patricia had a better handle on things. I just don't get how the, how they're going to operate this come the season, especially with the offensive line stuff involved. I mean, Billy Yates was not on the sideline. The assistant line coach was not on the sideline for the, for the first half, was down there in the second half. Maybe they're just getting a look at a bunch of different stuff, but it's just I, I, I can't see them running. Uh, I can't see Patricia doing both jobs come the season. Headline: Greg Bedard offended by what he saw tonight. I like it (laughs)
4: because it just – I don't know how it's going to be sustainable, Greg. I'm with you on that. Like, oh, yeah, you get the first half. You get the second half. Let's see what happens. It just doesn't – I don't understand how they can actually try to make that work with Matt Patricia calling the plays sometimes and then Joe Judge doing it others. All right, more on this game and more thoughts from Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. You want to join us, 617-779-0985 is the phone number. More coming up as the Patriots drop the first preseason game in the New York Giants 23 to 21. Back after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 in support of Patriots Radio Network.
6: Moya Moya disease is a common cause of stroke in children. This season, for every New England first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will help fund promising studies into Moya Moya as well as clinical care tools for children affected. Learn more at heart.org. The first downs to fight Moya Moya is generously supported by d'Arc Credit Union and Service Credit Union.
3: Live
1: and unzoomed in 2022. Sticks
0: REO Speedwagon Special Guest Loverboy Friday, August 19th The Xfinity Center Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com Sticks and REO Speedwagon with Loverboy Part of the Jack Daniels Concert Series
7: Call Rhino Shield this summer and get the ultimate paint job. I'm Pat. I'm Matt. Rhino Shield is America's most durable house paint. Our ceramic formula resists the elements and is far more durable than a traditional paint job. So durable, we back every job with a lifetime warranty. If your last paint job chipped and peeled, this time call Rhino Shield. And save $1,000 during our summer sale. Call 88890 Rhino. Hurry, the sale ends Labor Day. Call now. 88890 Rhino.
0: Rhino Shield. Don't paint, don't vinyl. Go Rhino. Rhino. Winning on the road is one of the toughest things in sports. Terrible, terrible.
6: But when it comes to driving, the Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos SUVs make winning on the road easy. The versatile Tiguan comes with spacious cargo room for your gear. And the compact Taos delivers big tech like VW Digital Cockpit. Unlike sports, going on the road is actually a good thing when it's in a Volkswagen SUV.
0: Visit your local New England VW dealer today for a test drive. Hey, it's O for NewPro, and I can tell you firsthand how amazing NewPro is because I have their windows, doors, roofing, and most recently, a new bath system. My home looks great and is more energy efficient and comes back by the best warranties in the business. It's also protected from the summer heat. It's yours if you need windows, doors, roofing, siding, showers, or a new bath. Take advantage of tax-free weekend because NewPro is passing extra savings onto you along with 50% off your install or no interest for five full years. Call one 800 go NewPro or visit newpro.com and make sure you You tell them, so sent
8: you. Hey, it's Sarge Mike Riley. Last week I was in a rush, grabbed a pair of shorts, threw them on, and they dropped to the floor. I realized these were a pair I wore before dropping 50 pounds with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I haven't worn size 42 shorts in over 5 years, so I threw them out. And if I could keep that 50 pounds off for 5 years, I know I'm never going back. And as insurance, Awaken 180 provides me and all of their clients free support for life. A promise Paige made from day one. Because she knew awaken 180 was the solution for weight loss weight loss companies even awaken 180 often talk about how fast they can help you lose weight but for me what was more important was the ability to keep it off for life and they've proven it to me so let them prove it for you too and schedule your consultation today call 844-346-1800 that's 844-346-1800 online at awaken180weightloss.com
5: With gas prices
6: at all-time highs, now's the time to donate. Running or not, your car can be picked up as soon as the next day. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. One eight seven seven kids
8: Donate your
6: car today. Elite Gutters of Boston. Gutter replacement, repairs and cleaning. Mention 98.5 The Sports Hub and get 10% off. Schedule your free estimate now at EliteBostonGutters.com.
8: That's EliteBostonGutters.com. Hurry in for great deals during the Ram. Make this the summer event. Make this the summer you get the job done.
1: Good,
5: good
8: Ram, built to serve. And right now, current owners or lessees of competitive vehicles finance and get $6,000 total cash allowance on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab equipped with a V6 engine. No turn in or trade in required. Competitive vehicles exclude all their FCA US LLC vehicles. Financing for well qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 9622.
0: Hey, it's Zo. Shady Rays are changing the way that you wear sunglasses. Shady Rays sunglasses offer an industry-best combination of fit, style, and performance without that big brand price tag. It doesn't stop at quality. Shady Rays offers the most insane warranty in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. Wear with confidence wherever. And right now, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their very best deal of the summer. Go to ShadyRays.com and enter the keyword Zo for 50% off two or more pairs of shades. That's keyword Zo. So, Town Fair Tire sells every name brand tire at the guaranteed lowest price. And Town Fair gives you more free services than any other tire dealer. Nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal.
3: Nobody. Town
0: Fair Tire.
3: Listen live. Check out our podcast with the 98.5 The Sports Hub app. Ever from a tightrope?
0: Or leap from a cliff?
4: Music in a game is... Brought to you by Live Nation, Elvis Costello and the Imposters present The Boy Named If and Other Favorites, August 15th at Leader Bank Pavilion. Get tickets now at livenation.com. Welcome back to the Shaw's Patriots Post Game Show. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. That might be one i check out. He is a legend, and I have a, th- I have a thing that if you should see all the legends before they pass. I've never seen Elvis Costello. I think you can pencil me in for that show. Uh, the game tonight, though. More thoughts from Greg Bedard. Taekwon Thornton, uh, who from you know reading you and others that have been covering the team since camp started, Greg has been up and down. But I thought he was one of the ups tonight. That speed is legit. It, th- I mean, the speed is real, but it does look like he could put a little meat on those bones.
5: <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, he is very thin. But uh, Tyquan is a kid who got off to a little bit of a slow start in camp. But I got to tell you, since the last I don't know ten, eleven days. Um, he's been stacking success, and he's just a kid. That the the more he's out there, the more you like him. I was able, to, I was happy to see that people were could see some of his talents and him be effective. And you know, the touchdown, in the back of the end zone. I mean, he only had two catches for nine yards, but the routes that he ran, um, the difficulties. Um, you know, you could see how. And I think I mentioned this on Felger and Mas um, this week that. Um, you know, I, I when you look at the receiver core, the the ascension of Tyquan Thornton, you just wonder if he could push a guy like Nelson Aguilar off the roster because they do a lot of the same things. And um, I, I think it's been unexpected that Thornton has picked things up this quickly, but he he seems to get better every single day. Just just
2: sticking with that. I, we're throwing stuff against the wall tonight. Uh, I know Jacoby Myers in the final year of his deal. He's the slot guy. He's somewhat of a Mac Jones guy. Could he be chased out uh, by a, a Tyquan Thornton or even Bourne move to that position? Is there someone else other than Aguilar that could be on the fence of making the team this year or being traded?
5: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, um, you know, I, I've mentioned... Uh, they're all possibilities, so let's just say that. I mean, I don't think... You can make an argument for all three of those guys, Aguilor, Bourne, and and Myers, that they could be moved. Um, I really like Bourne, but he's also, if I recall correctly, I think he's in the final year of his deal. Um, it, it, you know, he he would certainly have interest around the league and be uh, a little bit um, easier to move. Um, I think that yes, Myers is in the final year of his deal, but I don't know how. Yeah, he's not the fastest guy in the world. I don't know how much allure he would have for other teams that, that they're like, Oh, yeah, I got to have Jacoby Myers on my team. He's going to be the final piece. I, I, I don't really see that. Um, you know, Aguilar, yeah, it's a little bit tough with the cap. Uh, but you can do that. I just think that, you know, the guy who is going to be, and you can, I understand that the talk about, Oh, you can move Kendrick Bourne inside. That's easier said than done. He's very small. I think he will get time, but I don't think he's, he's, I don't think he's big enough to be a full-time slot guy. And Jacoby Myers, at the end of the day, he's Mr. Reliable down there and he's a little thicker. He's a little bit bigger. The Patriots don't really have somebody like him. So to me, the redundant piece is Nelson Aguilar it is just a little bit tough to move with his cap. Greg, you know, so when
4: I saw the uh, the depth chart, I think it was Mike Reese of ESPN Boston put it out, and it's like we knew that there weren't going to be many starters tonight, but I, it, what stood out to me was like, well, wait a minute, where's Cole Strange? And I know you talked about him yesterday on Phil and Maz and your appearance and how it's been not great at times uh, at camp for him. It says, was, I think, using your words, as times looked like he was on skates. He ended up playing tonight because I didn't see him on that depth chart. I'm like, yeah, it's all these other rookies are playing. He should be out
5: there. Get reps. He did end up playing. What do you see from Cole Strange tonight? And by the way I misspoke Kendrick Bourne has he's signed through 2023 even though his his contract via trade is is uh is very movable and and helps against the cap just just oh. so people uh realize that. Uh, <clears throat> Cole Strange, yeah, I was I was very happy to see him get time. I was talking to a scout from another team in the press box that I've known for years before the game <clears throat> and I was going off sort of <coughs> sorry. I was going off some of the reports that you know cole might not play and i couldn't understand that at all and neither could the scout they're just like well if cole strange isn't playing they're completely giving up on this game so for him to be out there and he didn't play very much and i talked to cole in the locker room after the game shout out first time back in the locker room in like two years but that was a weird experience just being back there but um you know he he even he pointed out i wasn't out there very long um but he seemed to be comfortable. I thought he did a nice job when he was out there. Uh, again, they weren't asked to do some of the crazier things that they've been working on in practice where he has struggled with those plays like outside zones. Uh, a lot of it was inside. He got a lot of help in pass protection by the center, James Ferentz. Uh So I think they, they also not only set up the offense for success, I thought they set up Cole a little bit for success, but it was good to see. It was good to see him get off to a good start. And just sticking with that, I'm being critical because there was a game tonight, but
2: I thought the running game was, was bad. Was that because of the makeshift line that was out there, or is it because they really just the, – all these guys that are that are dressed tonight probably will either be red-shirted or won't play?
5: As far as the running backs, I don't really – I'm one of these guys I don't judge the, the running game on the running backs. I judge it on the blocking and um, – you know, in my opinion, it probably had more to do with the offensive line. But then again, they're also not running. They're not running a lot. They're not under center. They're not running play action. They're not running up a lot of things. I mean, it's basically almost like shotgun spread. Like it's, it's not ideal for the running back. I mean, you know, you at least have to have the illusion of, uh, you know, that you might pass or set up to buy them some time with the linebackers. I mean, and, and, it just—it was a combination of the blocking and also the offensive approach. I'm not that panicked about uh, the running game. Certainly, they weren't using their top-line talent, Damian Harrison and Ramondre Stevenson, tonight. I, I just thought it was more uh, the approach that they took. That said, though, when it comes to the O-line, a couple of
4: injuries late. Yoni Kajus was down on the turf, uh, and then Justin Huron looked like might have been a bad knee injury. So depth take a, could potentially take a hit tonight.
5: Yeah, it looked like both were doing okay. I saw, I did not see Kajus in the locker room. I wasn't in there the entire time. I did see Haran in the locker room, so that's usually a good sign. I saw Kajus before the game was over, you know, on the sideline, basically suited up with his helmet on, like ready to play if need be. Uh, they moved Hambright from guard to tackle to sort of finish up the game. Uh, so it doesn't look like anything is too serious. I, I was, it was good to hear, um, Bill sort of talk up, uh, could after talking about, you know, cause I mentioned him the other day and he, I guess Bill's seen it the same way where he said, yeah, this is the best camp he's had and, uh, he's been doing a really good job and, and he has. So, um, he's, he's a guy that could be pushing, especially if Isaiah Wynn continues to be out, he could be pushing for the starting right tackle spot. Speaking of, uh, you know, possible trades and cap space. Yeah, and just final thing, just for me on the rookies tonight, uh, I'm sure we'll get into
2: the Bay Zappi. We've already talked about uh, what, what uh, Taekwon did tonight. But just back to Strange, though, What ha- what did you see anything different tonight than what you've seen at camp? There was a couple times I saw him get pushed back, a couple times I saw him pancake a guy. Do you feel good about that pick overall and think he's just cemented as the starter day one and
5: should have a great career? I think he's without a doubt going to be the starter. Um I think long term he does have a a, a really good career. Uh, whether that's at guard or center, we'll see. I I tend to think that he has a chance to be uh, an incredible guard with his athletic ability and and how he can get to the second level. That's when you can get a center who can scoot like he can. Um, that's extremely rare. Um, you know, but short term, I. I do think he's going to have a lot of struggles early. Uh, he you know, I did I him up today, you know, he's probably about six four. He's a big thick guy in the upper body, but I would say, you know, he's a little light um, you know, in the britches for sort of a guard in the trench going up against three hundred and thirty pounders and he's he has struggled with that at times in camp. So that's gonna be I think his body will change over time, and he'll be successful. It's just a, a matter of you know when that will be, and it's tough for a rookie to all of a sudden transform in one year. But um, there's no question he has the ability to be uh, an excellent offensive lineman for a long time to come.
4: More with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal coming up after the headlines with Joe Murray. First, though, let's pause ten seconds for station identification. Here in the Safety Insurance 98.5 Sports of Patriots Radio Network.
3: Boston's most listened to sports station. sports station. Boston's home for sports. 95. Sports Hub. station. Sports Hub Headlines.
2: Well, Patriots lose the first preseason game 23-21 to the Giants' tie. Bob Brian Hoyer threw a touchdown pass to Taquan Thornton and Bailey Zappi over 200 yards in the air and a TD pass to Lil' Jordan Humphrey. He did lose on a field goal at the end of the game by Graham Gano. They'll be off this weekend, back to work on Monday as they prepare for joint practices with the Panthers. Patriots running back James White has announced his retirement after eight seasons. Of course, scored the game-winning touchdown in Super Bowl 51. The Ravens played tonight against the Titans. They won 23-10. to Tom Brady's been excused from the Bucks uh, for at least the next week or so. Coach Todd Bowles said he should be ready for week one. The Red Sox, they win tonight over Baltimore 4-3, and the NBA did announce that Bill Russell's number six will be retired throughout the league. Headlines are brought to you by Valvoline. and Oil Change who wants to help prepare your car for all your road trips. They offer completely contactless service with their 15-minute drive-through service, and you don't even need to make an appointment. Visit gettingallchange.com for a coupon to save on your next Oil Change. I'm Joe Murray, more post game after this on the Safety Insurance 985 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Valvoline
6: Instant Oil Change, the best defender in the game against engine wear, provides 15 minute drive through oil changes and touchless service for busy people. Go to getanoilchange.com to save 15% on your entire invoice and your 15 minute drive through oil change. Print out the coupon or pull it up on your mobile device. That's
3: getanoilchange.com. At Safety Insurance, we're taking our customer service to a whole new level. Yours. Prefer to communicate by text? No problem. Want to use email and chat? Got you covered? Prefer to use your phone the old school way? We're ready to talk. Have an idea on how we can serve you better? However you want to share it? We want to hear it. Safety insurance will help you manage life's storms. However that's easiest for you. Grocery shopping will never be the same, thanks to Shaw's
1: Drive Up and Go. Imagine grocery shopping without ever getting out of your car. Just shop online at Shaws.com we on the Shaw's Deals and Delivery app, and they'll do the shopping and bagging for you. Then just head to the store, and they'll bring your order right to your car. Plus, you can still earn and redeem your for-you grocery rewards. Place your first online order and get $30 off when you spend $75 or more. Convenient delivery options available, too. Shaw's,
8: perfecting the art of fresh.
2: With Honda, every summer adventure is the destination. Take your adventures even farther with Honda, America's
3: most fuel-efficient full-line automaker. This summer, get a new 2022 Honda Pilot, CR-V, Passport, or Ridgeline.
8: See dealer for financing details based on EPA estimate of MY20 full-line automaker fleetwide fuel economy 2021 EPA Automotive Trends Report.
0: Slater here. Have you been trying to quit drugs or alcohol on your
3: own, but it's too overwhelming and you give up? It only takes three to five days to detox and hit the reset button. Call AdCare at one 800 alcohol or visit AdCare.com. In the heat
6: of the moment, you're not just keeping it calm, you're keeping it cool too. With an ice cold cold brew, and not just any cold brew, but one that's slow steeped and mixed with brown sugar and molasses flavor. With a cold foam infused with brown sugar coolness and a cinnamon sugar sprinkle on top. That's keeping it calm, cool, and cold brewed. With Dunkin's new brown sugar cream cold brew, America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
0: T-Mobile believes customers deserve to get more without paying more. Everything from entertainment benefits like Netflix on Us, to travel benefits, to scam shield protection, all with taxes and fees included. So the price you see is the price you pay. When you're a T-Mobile customer, you get over $225 in value every month in benefits with our Max Family Plan.
2: That's like paying for nosebleed seats and getting to sit in the front row. That's right. At T-Mobile, your family gets over $225 worth of value and benefits with our max plan each and every month. Plus, with our price lock guarantee, we won't raise your rate plan price
7: for talk, text, and data ever.
1: That's like paying for a cap and getting a stretch limo.
0: At T-Mobile, you get value beyond the expected
3: qualifying service required value based on included monthly benefits sales tax and regulatory fees included in max's monthly price price lock guarantees rate price of talk text and data for new accounts with qualifying service exclusion supply see details at t-mobile.com
6: lobster lovers weekend is back visit the 99 restaurants this thursday through sunday and order their famous colossal or hot buttered lobster roll and you'll get a free three-course meal upgrade this weekend only the 99 always the real deal People often ask where we get extra diabetic supplies like test strips and lancets. Hi, it's Chad Langley at test Maybe your doctor suggested a new meter or you had gestational diabetes. Every year, Americans throw away billions of brand new diabetic test strips and lancets. And most people aren't aware that reselling these supplies is an option at test Our goal is to help make managing diabetes more affordable. That's why we'll buy your unused supplies and resell at discounted prices to those in need to prevent waste. Some restrictions do apply. Learn more at test with a Z.com.
3: The home of the revs, the Sports they Hub. You
1: know,
4: this season is part of their Apex Cares program, Apex Entertainment. Donating $100 to the New England Center for Children for every converted field goal. Every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to Apex apexentertainment.com. Com. Welcome back. Shaw's Patriots postgame show with Jim Murray, Joe Murray, joined by Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. And you, if you'd like to join us at 617-779-0985. First preseason game is in the books as the Patriots lose the New York Giants 23-21. to The big news for the Patriots on the day, Greg, uh, was the retirement of James White, the announcement he put out on social media. And given that hip injury, um, it can't be that big of a surprise. It's unfortunate. I mean, because it wasn't the longest of careers, but, uh, I think a, a, sh- a surefire Patriot Hall of Famer, um, but a, a career that was cut short by what seems like a real bad injury.
5: Yeah, no question. I mean, you know, when we saw him go down last year, I think it was in the third game, you knew it was going to be a tough road back for him, and he was kind of sort of a late signing, um, You know, anyways, on like a you know one year deal, he was he was out there. He could have signed with anybody, but I think uh, and kind of came through in a statement today. He talked about you know the playing here and and how much Patriots fans meant and the organization, and I think that was heartfelt. And it was uh, it was terrific hearing his former teammates like you know Brian Hoyer and Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater. I mean, the latter two took the podium specifically to talk about James and just uh, what a profound teammate and person. He was, and you know that kind of uh, leadership and intangibles in this locker room are are you know going to be missed. They're dwindling, um, tough to replace. Um, but you know, I think the more pertinent thing on the field for the Patriots is they have to figure out what they're going to do at pass back because it's been such a critical position for this team going back to you know Kevin Falk uh, in the early days that. Uh, you know, it looks like Ty Montgomery is the driver, is in the driver's seat to take over that role. Um, he's sort of a wide receiver running back hybrid who we, we did not see tonight. Uh, JJ Taylor did okay, I think, but he's again, he's underwhelmed in camp. And I don't think either the rookie running backs, Kevin Harris, or we did see Pierre Strong get in, I think, towards the end of the game, um, they have not lit the world on fire either. Um, so it's they they're, They're going to have to keep trying these guys out to see what happens.
2: Just uh, picking up on the running backs there, Ramondre Stevenson at Oklahoma was a really good uh, running back who could block in passing situations. Is that something that they're going to – can Ty Montgomery do that uh, on a consistent basis? And just looking back at some of these other third down backs they've had, that seems to be one of the big things. Kevin Falk, even Shane Vereen could at least chip and get out there. James White could do it for a small guy. Is that kind of the biggest thing that they
5: need when it comes to a third down back? Sure. And, you know, we'll see with Montgomery how much he can do. He's he he has certainly got the chance to to earn that role in practice to date. You know, I'm sure just like we saw last season after Damien went down, we'll see, you know, whether it's Damien Harris or Ramondre Stevenson also get involved and, you know, a guy like Stevenson might be able to earn more time. He's talked about that being on the field in third down, but um, you know, I don't know if that's an ideal fit for him, but you know, we'll see going forward. Defensively, anyone stand out? I'll, I'll say this because it just I
4: reminded myself as I'm asking this question to you. One guy that I thought was a negative standout tonight was uh, Joe Jawan Williams. Jawan Williams, not great. Uh, you know, he was uh, he was beat for a touchdown near the goal line, and he ended he ended up getting benched too, I think. Um, but Jawan Williams looked like he had a bad night. But defensively, anyone stand out, good or bad?
5: Uh, defensively, I thought I thought the speed of the defense, the increased speed sort of showed up. I thought, you know, Anthony Jennings and Uche, uh, Sam Roberts, uh, I thought uh, one of their late-round picks did a much better job in this game than he has done in practice of late. He was much more noticeable. Uh, I thought Mac Wilson um, in limited time at linebacker uh, sort of showed what he has in practice. He's been an exciting player. Uh, you know, I don't know where he fits because they seem pretty entrenched with Jawan Bentley and Raquan McMillan as the starters at, at inside linebacker. But uh, Mac continues to make plays and push for time. And uh, so, you know, I thought I thought they did a pretty good job up front and and on the second level. And um, yeah, you're right. You know, Jawan Williams had a tough go. You wonder how much time he's going to be on this roster. Um, but I did. One thing I did find interesting in this game was who didn't play in the secondary, and that was Marcus Jones, the rookie. Now, uh, that could be, you know, he's coming back from double shoulder surgery in the offseason, and maybe they're trying to wait a little bit longer for him to have to make uh, real tackles in a game. But you could make the argument that, you know, because uh, Jalen Mills is going to be cornerback number one, they started pushing Jonathan Jones to the outside last week in practice, and, and Marcus Jones was the top slot cornerback. So it seems like from watching this and how they're handling things, those are the three starting cornerbacks, quote unquote, uh, as of right now. And so, you know, Jack Jones played, but Marcus Jones didn't play at all. And I just, I thought that was very noticeable and notable. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Miles Bryant. Uh, you know, obviously
2: he got torched in the in the playoff game and struggled against Buffalo, but... You know, he was out there tonight. He looked pretty good uh, in the return game as well. Is, is that what's going to keep him on the roster, and is there a spot for him here?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, there could be. I mean, it's it's going to get tight, especially if uh, there aren't any Foxborough flu contestants, um, you know, towards the end of camp, guys that they can stash on IR or what have you. Um, I, I love Miles Bryant. I, I was surprised he was... You know, he was cut last year, didn't get picked up, and came back via the practice squad. So maybe the team is going to do the same sort of thing with him. You know, I don't think the Buffalo thing was his fault at all. I think it was a lack of a pass rush, and plus Mm -hmm. playing slot cornerback is about the hardest position in this game outside of quarterback because you have no help from the sideline. You're on an island in the middle, and if there's no pass rush, you're screwed. And so he was screwed in those games. I think he's a tremendous player. He the the reason he would stick on this roster is yeah, you know, he can give you something in special teams, but he can literally play any position in the secondary and has. Even as a rookie, he played safety and cornerback, which is unheard of here. So that just tells you how smart he is. I mean I think he's tremendous. He would have a spot on my team, but we'll have to see uh how that all fits at the end of the day.
4: Squeeze in a call here, Mike in the car with a thought on Taekwon Thornton and his night. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Yeah, if Taekwon Tyquan- Thick enough to handle these safeties coming over the middle. Also, I just want to get, make a quick point. Arizona versus New England is going to be the game of the year. Shout out Jake in the car, Jake in bed. It's going to be the game of the year. Um, sounds
4: like you guys are taking that trip out there. Enjoy it. Be safe. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the body type of Taequann Thornton, again, like the speed is legit, but, man, it just it, he doesn't look like a type of guy that would be able to make it through now a 17-game season, Greg.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 just like Kendrick Bourne, I don't think he's a guy who can live exclusively in the slot. But, um, you know, I think he can give you reps there. I think he's, he's stronger than he looks. Um, you know, he's wiry, strong, and uh, you know, I think he'll be fine. I'm not too worried about that. But yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't throw them hospital balls over the middle of the field. Uh, that's for sure.
4: All right. We do want to get your thoughts on Bailey Zappi. When we come back, we have one more segment to go with Greg Bedard, a Boston Sports Journal. You want to get on with us? At 617-779-0985. The first preseason game is in the book as the Patriots lose to the Giants tonight, 23-21. to Again, more coming up here on the Safety Insurance. 98.5 Sports of Patriots Radio Network.
1: Hey, DQ fans, your favorite burger just got even better. Meet the new Signature Stack Burgers menu. Try the Bacon 2 Cheese Deluxe and the Loaded A1 Signature Stack Burger today. Only at DQ. Happy, taste good.
7: Hey, there's not just one strategy to achieve a healthier, happier mindset. BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you build up your playbook for more sustainable happiness. Sign up today for 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, and that's H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash England. Hey, it's Maz. How are you going to celebrate this upcoming tax-free weekend in Massachusetts? Well, here's a suggestion. Think snow. To be more precise, think king of snow and get yourself an Aaron snow thrower. They're the American family-owned company celebrating 90 years of building durable, reliable machines, including the best snow throwers available. I know because I have one. You know it's going to snow this winter, so be ready with the best in Aaron's. Visit your independent Aaron's dealer this tax-free weekend and save on the best. Aaron's, the official snow thrower of the Patriots.
6: Moya Moya disease is a common cause of stroke in children. This season, for every New England first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will help fund promising studies into Moya Moya, as well as clinical care tools for children affected. Moya Moya is a serious disease, but Credit Union's Kids at Heart believes that research is hope and that every child deserves a healthy and happy future. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The First Downs to Fight Moya Moya Disease campaign is generously supported by Granite State Credit Union and Rockland Federal Credit Union.
3: Remember during the pandemic how some people cut their own hair with disastrous results? It's no different when it comes to buying insurance. You can get expert advice from an independent agent at no cost to you who will make you look smart if you ever have a claim. Or you can buy insurance direct. And when you have a claim, discover just what you've done to yourself. <whistles> Ask an independent agent about safety insurance. We'll help you manage life storms.
7: Maz here. Get your smile ready for all your upcoming events. Go see my dentist D'Amico Dental Care for comprehensive and restorative and cosmetic dentistry. They'll get you looking and feeling your best. So, people I talk to who have made the switch, tell me how different it is at D'Amico Dental Care and that they wish they started going a long time ago. If it's your first time visiting, they will schedule you for a thorough exam and you will also learn about everything they do including same visit crowns, dental implants, clear alignments, and more. To schedule in Watertown or Wayland, call 617 926 or visit D'AmicoDentalCare.com.
0: Hey, it's Beetle. This football season, if you want to score big on an engagement ring, there's only one place to go. That's my jeweler, the Diamond Guild in Norwood. They have New England's largest selection of engagement rings and specialize in custom design. If your wedding is coming up, go try on some bands. Their wide selection of men's bands range from traditional to contemporary, and they can customize to complement any engagement ring. Everything at the Diamond Guild is offered at wholesale prices. Reserve your private shopping time at thediamondguild.com or call 781-55-RINGS. The Diamond Guild, where New England gets engaged.
7: Hey, it's Maz. Go green with purple and make an impact on the environment every time you swap your drive for a commuter rail ride. If you're going to work, take the train. Headed out on a weekend adventure. Going to a game? Take the train. With trains running more consistently all day every day, you can ditch parking hassles and traffic jams for a greener, smarter ride. Each commuter rail trip taken is a car off the road, and don't forget, you aren't in traffic, you are traffic. For trip ideas and ticket details, visit mbta.com/slash go green and get tickets on the M Ticket app. Thank you for helping reduce emissions by riding the commuter rail. Hey, Cape Cod, eliminate mosquitoes and ticks from your yard with Mosquito Mary's all-natural treatment that's safe for your family and pets. First treatment, just $29. Call 866-ASK-MARY. Mosquito Mary's, the official sponsor of Summer on the Cape.
0: Tax-free weekend is this weekend, and Norfolk Power Equipment is your destination for Aarons snow throwers. Get in early and reserve your inventory before they run out. Don't be empty-handed this winter. Norfolk Power and Aarons, the king of snow. Get in before it's too late. Hey, Apex
7: Entertainment in Marlboro is 100,000 square feet of pure fun for all ages. Walk through the doors and be amazed by 30 luxury bowling lanes, a multi-level indoor go-kart track, laser tag arena, and more. Apex has a chef-inspired menu and two full bars. Visit Apex in Marlboro or apexentertainment.com.
0: Adam Jones, Knights on the Sports Hub. Play
1: fake, sets up a throw across oh. the middle, wide open receiver on the run, across the 40 and a fumble forced on the hit by Mitchell into the arms of Butler. So Tyron Taylor able to find C.J. Board right down the middle wide open. A big stick by Mitchell and a recovery by Butler. And the Patriots take over on the game's first turnover.
4: Welcome back to Sean's Patriots postgame show. Now some would argue maybe that's the greatest uh, turnover that Malcolm Butler's ever had in his life. Oh, I kid, please. But it was nice to see him make a play tonight. Doesn't look like the same guy, though. It is, again, Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Patriots fall to the New York Giants in the first preseason game, 23-21. Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. Final segment with him. You've felt for a while now what he ends up making, not maybe not making the team, ends up stashed on the practice squad. Did he look like the same guy to you tonight? Maybe left this, and, and having watched him in camp, does he's not the same player that he was three, four years ago, right?
5: Butler we're talking about? Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't think he's the same player. I mean, I I know some people are like, oh, well, if you're getting the 2020 Malcolm Butler, well, I don't know. I watched his film. I didn't think he was that good, and I don't think the rest of the league thought he was that good because when he signed with the Cardinals, it was a bargain basement deal, and it was very late. So it wasn't like people were beating down his door when he was an unrestricted free agent. Then all of a sudden, he quit under some kind of curious circumstances that made people question you know how much he really wants to play, and now he's back. I mean, he's been fine. Um, you know, he does a good job in the red zone. Um, I want to see more of him between the twenties and, and how how he does. Uh, I have not been overly impressed so far, and I think I think you could say the same for the Patriots coaches because I think the Jonathan Jones experiment that came on Monday and Tuesday this week was a, a by, byproduct of them looking at it and saying, "All right, well, Terrence Mitchell." is not doing a great job. Um, Jack Jones isn't ready and Malcolm Butler not really overly enamored with him. So, hey, how about we move our, you know, slot receiver out, slot cornerback out to boundary corner. That's kind of a drastic measure. They took a look at it at least, see what it looks like. They like what they've seen. And so that can't be good for the rest of the guys there. Hey, Greg, just while we're on the defense, uh, that,
2: that's where I'm still looking at the team will struggle this year. I think, I think they'll figure it out on offense but at this point how do you feel do you still think it's the offense that's gonna have to get on track or do you worry about the defense this year and in, in the in their corner situation
5: uh i i'm certainly worried about the offense um that is for sure i am if i had to tell you right now which side of the ball is more responsible for them not making the playoffs or not being successful this season i would say it's the offense wow. Um, but you know, the defense, I, I like the pieces that they have at linebacker. I like the pieces that they have at cornerback. Certainly they're very deep at safety with a variety of different guys who do different things. I still wonder about the defensive line. It's the same cast of characters as last year. Um, they weren't good enough last year. They haven't been for a couple of years. You know, I know Devon Godshout got the big extension, You know, okay, I think that was more about they didn't have any other options um, because they decided not, for whatever reason, not to draft a nose tackle this year. I don't know if teams stole the maybe the two that they had on their list. There were a couple that went right before they picked in sort of the middle rounds. And then the Patriots just said, well, we're not going to reach for anybody. And then, well, let's just bring Godshaw back because he, he certainly can play tremendously like he did in the first Buffalo game last year, but he was way too inconsistent in my opinion. And I certainly would not call him one of the best defensive linemen in the league like Belichick did, but uh, it's the same game. I mean, it's going to be Godshaw, Guy, Wise, and Judon in base defense. And then in sub, you know, we'll see. I assume, you know, Barmore will come in. Um, maybe a Jennings Uche will come in for Wise probably, But it's the same cast of characters. Are they going to be any better? Are they going to be able to get off the field on third down? Uh, I have my doubts about that side of the ball too.
4: Does Bailey Zappi make this team? Is it going to be three quarterbacks? I mean, I thought he was a little rough goal for him to start, but I thought that he looked pretty good on that first drive that they had coming out of the first half. Uh, You know, the the touchdown passed a little Jordan Humphrey. Uh, gave him the, the, the 21-20 lead at the time with, like, four and change remaining. There were some throws like, okay, I can see why they drafted this kid. Maybe he's a backup, and that's all he'll ever be. But do you think, at the very least, they're going to hold the three quarterbacks in 2022?
5: Yeah, I think they're, I think they're going to hold the three quarterbacks. I mean, they, you know, they could do the practice squad dance with Hoyer, but they gave him a two year extension. Him and Folk both did that dance last year. And I think the Patriots kind of rewarded them for their patience and doing them a solid by not entertaining other offers and just going on in the practice squad. And I think in return, they got the two year, two year deals. And I don't think, you know, it sort of messes with the cap a little bit. Um, I think all all three quarterbacks are here. I mean, I'm not overly enamored with Zappi so far, um, but he, you know he's a young quarterback from Western Kentucky. That you know Jimmy Garoppolo was this very similar, you know, coming from Eastern Illinois. So um, I don't expect to be wowed by him at this point, uh, but he certainly deserves some development. Yeah, just sticking with that. I mean, you you've probably seen the numbers or heard the story about
2: this kid, like. He was exceptional uh, at college. And did you think it was a reach when they drafted him? And uh, when you see him out there, do you think he is the long term plan as the backup? Or to, could they possibly see down the line, if they don't extend to Mac Jones, he could be a guy?
5: I did not think it was a reach where they took him. I thought he was uh, very similar to Garoppolo, same type of player, you know, would fit their scheme, whatever the hell scheme they're running these days I mean that changes from day to day but I thought you know he's their type of player I wasn't surprised that they drafted him over at BSJ we kind of zeroed in on Zappy as sort of you know day three guy for them and um, you know we'll we'll see I mean you know he's he's small he's really small so do I think he's going to be a starter at some point in this league? I would tend to doubt that, but you know who knows how the league's going to look five years from now when he's sort of getting into his prime, where you know maybe maybe the smaller quarterbacks are the norm. I'm not really sure. You mentioned Garoppolo, but where does he line? You mentioned small, but where does he
2: line up to Ryan Mallett, Kevin O'Connell, Jared Stidham, all the other guys that have been here? I, I know it's been one game, but what have you seen at least from him in practice in the one game today compared to those guys?
5: I like Zappy more than a lot of those guys because I think he has he has some grit to him. Um, and, you know, he's sort of – he's a fighter, he's a battler, and I like that about him probably more so than, you know, Garoppolo, who you could question his t- toughness at times. I don't think you'll have to worry about that with Zappi. He's got a quick release. He's got a good arm. Um, you know, he's just going to have to to learn how to pray, play in more of a pro-style offense.
4: Greg, what want your thoughts on, uh, I know we usually don't get into this, but I I thought this game was way over-officiated, which gives me, I don't know, it kind of shakes me thinking of what this could be like in the regular season, and maybe they're just trying to get this out. But specifically, that taunting call on Aaron Robinson of the Giants, there was a rough-on-the-passer uh, call on Nate Weiland. I mean, these were ones that I looked at, and I'm like, you can't call these. But maybe they are also going through like preseason rust. Or did you see the way that this game was called tonight? Like we're going to go into it this year, and it's going to be over officiated.
5: It's preseason for everybody, Jim. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean they they usually they usually go on points of emphasis. The officials usually go overboard in the preseason. It leaks into the regular season, and by about the midway point, all the hysterics that you know people like Joe there, you know, go nuts about with the officiating. It's pretty much gone in the second half, I mean, this is, this is typical. I, I certainly did not like the taunting call, but you know, by the book, it was probably right. I mean, you want to do that, turn your back to the guy and do it to the crowd. Like, you know, so it was a little bit of an idiotic play by that cornerback who's getting completely toasted by the Patriots, you know, or up to that point. Um, so I, I don't, worry too much about it but you know this is typical you know they're they're always going to call it tighter early on in the season
4: well greg uh now that they're going to be off for three days i guess my final question is what the hell are you going to do until
5: the until the joint practices with carolina start Uh, well you know since bill's since uh you know it's it's all days off now for (laughs) these patriots i'm headed to the jersey shore and thanks thanks bill i don't have to come back early (laughs) um sort of like him when nantucket and uh yeah, I'm going to go get my uh my my jersey shore thing on. I'm going to be, you know, pumping my fists and things like that. Gym like, tan and getting laundry. back to my Yeah. Exactly. Getting <laughs> back to my roots. Yeah, you're going to get any cheat days for
2: you. Congratulations to you by the way. And I I'm very inspired by you, Gregum. Uh so
5: any cheat foods out there on the uh on the Jersey strip. Uh I no probably maybe a little bit. You know, I do it I dabble now and then. I I certainly uh put the um the all-inclusive into our uh, Dominican Republic vacation and uh, had to scale back once we got back. But, you know, it's all good. You know, I'll enjoy myself a little bit. Nice.
4: Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal, the lean boy, as I like to call him now. (laughs) We will be back on with uh, Felgren and Maz next week, right? Uh, Yes. All right. Excuse me. I got got the same cough you got, Greg. All right, Greg, thanks for joining us here on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. Talk to you next week after the Patriots take on the Carolina Panthers. Joe Murray's got your headlines here and back with more here on the Shaw's Patriots post game show.